What? 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 About. 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 What? 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 Hello and welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. We are your hosts. I am Claire and this is... Kyle. How are you today, Claire? Very good. What a week it has been, Kyle. Oh yeah? What did you do last week? Um, last week I went on holiday, which was very nice, to the countryside. Many bugs. I don't think I've been on holiday since... COVID mandated holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I say I went on holiday. It was um, a 200 RMB taxi ride away. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty nice though. It was by a lake. Um, actually, I traveled this weekend also. Where did you go? Not to a lake, Changzhou. Where's, where's Changzhou? Uh, it's about an hour away on the high speed train. Is it nice? No. No. Not at all. It was, it's just another, <laughs> it's it just gray? another Chinese city. It was a bit gray. I was DJing there. The event was fucking awesome. What were you DJing for? Um, I'll say that in surprise, like, so, like you, you were paid to DJ at an event? Wow. Um, some, That's very rude. You're a professional. Sorry. Thanks. Some people were putting on a uh, Afro dance hall reggae, I don't know what you want to call it. They called it like a clash, but it wasn't really a clash. There were like dancers and uh, a bunch of DJs, singers. It was quite the production, actually. Was it in the club? In the club. It was in a club. In the club. <laughs> well, I did the opposite of in the club. Uh, the highlight of my weekend was um, watching Anthony fall into a hot tub while chasing a spider. <laughs> mm. That was good. I saw a lot of herons. What's a heron? A bird. Oh, okay. You know. Yes. <laughs> what did you think? I don't know. Like the bird with the long neck and they catch the fish. Isn't that a crane? I think they're the same family. Uh, like, okay. same, same. Maybe they're cranes in Asia and herons in England. I don't mm. know. Um, what else happened? Prince Philip died. Mm. That's a big one. Rest um, in peace to the big in... homie. <laughs> okay. Do you know, uh, obviously I'm British. I don't know if you'd know <laughs> if you picked up on that in our... You're what? <laughs> in our five years of friendship, I don't know if you know I'm English. Um, and people have been reaching out to me and being like, are you okay? <laughs> like, he's not my mate. Like, I'm fine. Um, and furthermore, like, it's not like he had any political power or or anything. No. Like, if the queen died, like, that would be a big deal. It, w- it would be very weird because, like, our money would change. The stamps would change. Really? Yeah. Because our face is on it all. They would have to reprint all the money? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh, that's too much. It's man. a lot, right? Stamps, um, all the post fans, because you know the Royal Mail, our postal service. Wait a second. So they would have to recall all the money? Yeah. And imprint new money? Yes. On what timetable? Unknown. I guess they would just do it slowly. Like as money went into the bank, they'd just swap it for new money. Whoa. Who would become the queen or king? Um, Charles. Prince Charles. Her son. Oh. Will become king, King Charles. Ooh. When is the last time royalty changed hands at, at such a scale? Uh, well, it will have been when Queen Elizabeth's father died. He was our last king. Uh-huh. But she's been queen since she was like 25. And now she's like 102. She's been like reigning monarch for like 74 years or something outrageous. Mm. So like she's been my only queen in my lifetime. Mm. But people have been genuinely worried about me. Like, are you okay? Are you upset? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. 
They were like, how did you watch? I like I was on holiday this weekend. They're like, do you what? Did you watch a funeral? Oh no! <laughs> like I'm on holiday. I'm not gonna watch a funeral of some old racist man I don't know. Um, I was he racist? Oh yeah, super. Oh, do you want to hear the the best worst racist thing? He was said? that from the from on the record. Oprah from the Oprah thing where they no, were no, worried no, 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 about no. what color the baby was gonna be or some <laughs> shit? No, he um came to China and was talking to a load of British students in China and he was like oh if you guys stay here any longer you're gonna go all slit-eyed that's not great yep the views of Prince Philip are not supported by what it's about podcast mm. um yeah he, loads of kind of stuff like that I mean he's an old old man but uh <laughs> you know you can't you can't go around and say stuff like that in front of journalists like mm, come on mm. and he'll have like handlers and PR people and like mm. a whole team of people to basically just make sure he's presentable as a British person sure. like imagine if I had an entourage that made sure I didn't do dumb stuff and I still did dumb stuff like now it's kind of forgivable I wish that I had an entourage to make sure I don't do dumb stuff while I'm traveling <laughs> because I am constantly just like going to the wrong train station <laughs> or waiting at the wrong gate or I'm like super nervous about what time I'm supposed to be at a certain place. Like I absolutely need like a personal assistant <laughs> when I'm when I'm not at home because there's just I just can't keep my shit straight. Yeah, I did once um, at a train station in the middle of China. I had a six hour wait between trains. Um, so I did my six hours. I sat in those like massage chairs mm -hmm. and, uh, like this for six hours, listened to some podcasts, read my book. And then missed your train. And then missed your train. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, it was 20 minutes before my train left. I realized it was the other train station oh, in the town. No. Oh, no. And I, I was like, there is like no chariot could possibly <laughs> get me there in time. And I'd spent six hours just waiting around. I, and I had a friend from England with me who was visiting. I was like, oh, I've cocked it up so badly. I did that with the airports in Shanghai. Um, oh, you went to the wrong one. Yes, but because, as I said, I'm such a fucking nervous traveler, I was so ahead of time that I just told my driver, we were like, oh, you know, nearing the, <laughs> the airport, and I was like, bro, it's the wrong one. You got to go back. And they're, they're a solid hour apart, you know, and I oh. still I still made my plan with, with no... <laughs> that make that, like, I feel stressed to the point now that I might vomit, <laughs> like, hearing that story. I just booked plane tickets for next week because I'm going to Beijing for a wedding. Um, and I finish work. My work is halfway to the airport. Mm. So I booked my flight and like eight times I checked, I booked the right airport. Mm. <laughs> and now I, I think I have to check again. I'm very stressed. Um, if I haven't, I can't go. Cool. Let's start. So five facts in five minutes. Carl, fact one, go. You know about the Bermuda Triangle? I mean, I've heard of the legendary Bermuda Triangle. Did you know that the Bermuda Triangle is still taking ships and planes? What? The no. last The last time was in December of 2020. It hardly made the news. What? No. Yeah. A ship, a, a boat of 20 people uh, sailing. I don't think they were sailing. Traveling from Bermuda to Florida went, went missing. And it didn't make the news because they were suspected to be like drug smugglers or, or something like oh. that. Um, Some subpar humans we don't yeah. care about. Cool, cool, cool. Oh my god, what? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? There's there there have been thirty something missing planes or ships that have gone missing in the Bermuda Triangle since the seventies or whatever. Why though? We don't know. We don't know. 
I mean, mystery. there are a ton of theories. I heard a great podcast where they were talking all about <laughs> I the, the, to the, to the this. What's the podcast? Uh, the podcast was strange and unexplained. Okay, I like that. I love a good like. Ooh. Yeah, the host is really good too. I forget her name, um, but the the host is fantastic. Also, she's very like um, editorializes things a, mm. a lot. This is a great podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, they think it could be aliens. Taking, yep. taking people. That's a strong contender. A strong contender. Another is that there are some weird, there's some weird methane gas activity underneath the surface of oh the, God, of the ocean there. Um, well, they think maybe it's, it's just something underground and that there are randomly like methane gas explosions or something like that, that will... Uh, you know, burn up a ship or, you know, have, but, but I think, like, where do the bits go? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they, they just disappear without a trace. All, all of these things. They should have some sort of camera situation. It's a, it's a fairly large area. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I mean, it's like, that's where Amelia Earhart went missing, right? In the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Yes, it is. Never, also never found. Some freaky shit. It's making all my, like, it's probably just some like weird wave shit going on, you know, packs. Or it could just be the middle of the ocean where people can't run a proper search. My next one. A rapper. You might, you might know about this. You know about music. Mm. Let me tell you things. Have you heard of the rapper AJ Tracy? Yes. Uh, do you know that he just got a big fine in the UK? No, for what? Guess how much the fine is. What? Tell me what he did first. Um, so in the UK right now, you're only allowed to mix with six people uh-huh. from two households outdoors. Uh-huh. That's all you're allowed. So he decided he'd organise a gig in a park. Oh. Well, I mean, what a moron. Uh-huh. Um, and when the relevant authorities were like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I didn't think anyone would actually come. Oh. <laughs> and like hundreds of people came. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm doing a gig. Not only did he organise one, he organised three. Mm. But they stopped him before the first one. He was like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. And I'll guess the fine was <laughs> under £10,000. Bang on £10,000. Really? Yeah. Okay. What an idiot. Um, but do you want to know that I think this is so funny, it made me like cry while reading BBC News this morning. You'll never believe me as guess. Guess the name of his album. Um, the name of his album. Mm. Is it like Quarantine Party or something? It's flu Game. <laughs> flu Game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's literally playing a flu game. Okay. Yeah, so good. Rock and roll. On the music note, um, Taylor Swift uh, has started re-releasing new recordings of her uh, first few albums that that she recorded. Wasn't that because she recorded them with like a studio label record and they were like, actually, Logic's are ours? Um, Actually, what's ours? Like, we own them, not you. And so she's like re-recording them. Yes. Well, that's how record contracts work. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Why are you looking it's, at me like I'm a moron? Uh, no, Why would I, I know? I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, everyone, it, it's big news because people haven't, I mean, people have re-recorded songs, mm. obviously, um, but it hasn't really been done at this scale or mm. for this reason, like Taylor Swift deciding to just re-record entire albums. That's kind of nuts. It's kind of a big deal and everyone's kind of waiting to see... Um, cause obviously that music is super popular mm. and what's going to happen to like the Spotify charts when you just like re-release a, a song that's 10 years old for, you know, for no reason other than she wants to re-record it. So she owns the rights to it now. 
Um, That's cool. I'm like, yeah, cool. Power to her. Own your own stuff. Great. Well done. Yeah. Except, you know, I mean, the the record label, you know, did pay to record that music and paid her a lot of money and made her very famous in the meantime. Do you think, do you think they'll recoup their, their costs? I'm sure they've recouped their costs already. Yeah. Uh, seeing as though she's a superstar. My next one. Mm. Nottingham Castle. Why would you have heard of Nottingham? Can you think? Nottingham? Robin Hood? No. You don't know who Robin Hood is? I know who Robin Hood is. So Robin, you know, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. Yes. Um, Robin Hood was from Nottingham, apparently. Okay. Uh, if he was real, he was from Nottingham. Okay. <laughs> um, and he spent a lot of time hanging around Nottingham Castle, robbing the rich people. Uh. Um, Nottingham Castle got burnt down in a load of riots and became a museum and then it shut. It's been shut for the last three years, but it's just uh, reopened. And they've revealed how much money they spent on the refurb, uh, which was a cool 30 million pounds. Nice. That's a lot of money. And I think it's funny that the Robin Hood castle. <laughs> and they tell stories of Robin Hood about how they're giving money to the poor. And they're like, but thank you, Gov. We'll take this 30 million pounds and we'll uh, make our castle shiny again. Nice. Mm. Have you ever been? No. Do you plan to go? I've been to Nottingham. Do you know it's colloquially called uh, Shottingham because it has the highest gun crime rates in the UK? I thought the UK didn't have any guns. It doesn't. To be fair, like three <laughs> of gun crime have ever occurred in England and they've all been in Nottingham. My last fact. Uh, did you know Facebook was hacked sometime in the last year or so? There were 500 plus, 500 million plus uh, user informations leaked. And Facebook has decided that it is not going to warn its users if their information was hacked. So you, you just like won't know and people will know like your mother's maiden name, the name of your first cat. It was apparently they, they only got your email, your phone number and your date of birth, which isn't that big of a deal because like for some people that's all public information. Yeah. But uh, like for me, I would say that's all public information. Like you could find that about me in about four seconds. Yeah. Well, I mean, but for some people also, like that's enough to like reset your password on at your fucking bank or something. Yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, do you know? It makes me. I like think about like my granny, and I'm like, oh, or someone would ring her and be like. We've got your email address. We know your date of birth, Mrs. Smith. So can you now just tell us? And she'd be like, okay. You know, that makes me very nervous. Yeah. But um, all my info like that. Like, I think if I think about my Facebook being hacked, I'm like, the worst thing that would happen is they'd like message my auntie something rude. Like, because right. there's, nothing, there's nothing on my Facebook that I have yeah. any issue with everybody knowing. Yeah. There's so much information about me. Like, I'm a writer. I write down my opinions mm -hmm. on things mm -hmm. for a living. Mm -hmm. So I once um, was chatting to a guy on Tinder and he was like, you know, he asked, what do I do? And he was like, oh, if I search you, will I find things you've written? And I was like, yeah, probably. And he was like, oh, your favorite restaurant's here. Mm. You really like this place. You don't really like that. This was a holiday you recently went on. And I was like, <laughs> this was all in your Tinder conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, no, coming on a bit strong, bro. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we didn't go on a date. Um, no, because he just googled my he like googled my name, and then he I think he must have googled like Claire Shanghai. Mm. My face popped up, and then mm -hmm. there's my byline with my full name. Mm. And I also am always like, "Hello, my name's Claire Lisquire." Everywhere, <laughs> like Google me. Um, and yeah, then he knew all this shit about me. It was kind of weird, but like. You know, what do I expect? What a fucking creep. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, that's five. We've done five facts, right? That might have actually been under five minutes. 
Okay, so the main segment this week, I would like to talk about everyone's favorite topic, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> um, so now that we've started a podcast, I frequent the podcasting subreddit. Um, Do you and- know what I really like? I love how much, like organization and care you bring to the table because I bring so little <laughs> and you bring so much and I just want to take this moment to say I really appreciate all the work you do because uh, I will never go to that subreddit in my life you're welcome <laughs> no mostly I spend quite a bit of time on reddit and I often you know like to converse with people who share my interests and don't know my name <laughs> so weird. I find that so weird. I'm not like a Reddit person. I find it so bizarre. I only converse with people who do know my name mm. as a rule. Mm. No well, anons for me. Uh, What's your Reddit name? Do you have a Reddit name? I Not only am I not going to tell you my Reddit name, <laughs> but every six months or so, I dead my account and I, and I start a new one with a different name what kind of just in, just what in kind case of somebody finds it. What kind of shit are you saying it? on the internet that no, you don't I don't see? Okay. I don't say anything like I express all of my opinions honestly, mm-hmm. which I also do on this podcast, although I'm maybe a bit more reserved. But like, <laughs> okay, like I, you know, I sometimes yell at people on the internet. I'm a bit of an oh old man. Oh my God, you're one of those people. Do you get in fights on like Twitter? I Not on Twitter, on no. On Reddit, sorry. On, 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 on Reddit. Reddit, I do get in fights. I, I don't like the way that certain things are reported on. I don't like the one-sidedness of the fucking quote-unquote liberal, you know, aspect of the site where, like, everyone shares this one common opinion mm. because if you don't have that opinion, then you can just fuck off because this is, you know, because it's 2021 and, like, this is what young people on the internet do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I... Now I'm, like, racking my brain to think, like, what these horrible things are. <sighs> it's nothing horrible. It's just it's just like You're not moderate racist or it, right. You? It's just moderate not. political things. Like literally, like that's enough to like get people shook these days. Is like being a moderate in politics. Um no, but I got I got in a fight with somebody um in the podcasting subreddit. <laughs> Um, about, I love that you're already going to war for our podcast. Uh, We're episode five, Kyle. <laughs> like, come on. Um, no, about fair use, because they were trying to say that, like, this is actually a very common misconception that if, you, if you're if you only using 10 seconds of somebody's song or 30 seconds of, of something, then that's, un, that's fair use. And you can, you know, you can just use somebody's music and you don't have to credit them or you don't have to get permission or something. That's and, surely a hard no. Of course it is, but it but there's somehow there is this thought on the internet of like uh, that of like this understanding of quote unquote fair use, mm. and that if something is under fair use, then it's then it's just free, and and people toss around this number thirty seconds or ten seconds, and that qualifies it as fair use, and of course it's 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 hogwash. It's it's yeah. not uh, you and know it's not reality at that, all. Like, my understanding of fair use from like a media point of view mm. would wildly depend on the context. Like if I was going to like report on an art piece and mm-hmm. write an article about that, mm-hmm. I would put a picture of the art piece with the credit of, you know, it would probably be like, say it was a famous art piece. So it'd be a stock image. Mm-hmm. I would say where I got it from and ideally who took it, if that was, mm-hmm. well, that would say like Getty images. Mm-hmm. And then fair use. 
I mean, stock's so different, but do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm literally talking about it. Yeah. I don't know how that would work for music. Like, if we were doing an episode where all we talked about was one Taylor Swift song, mm-hmm. if we played 10 seconds of that song, because we're going to do a whole podcast about how amazing the song is and how everyone mm-hmm. should listen to it, is that fair? Because we're not monetizing it, or is it Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. There is zero amount of time that you're right. allowed to use someone else's recorded audio. But is it okay if it's a picture of a piece of art that you're talking about? Like if I went and took a picture of a, a modern piece of art so that uh, the the artist is still alive, like very much so, they have like sold that piece or they make commission by people going to a gallery to view it, whatever. Is that okay? I don't, same, same, no? I don't really, it, I mean, first of all, it's not the same because it's impossible. Like when you're talking about music or something, it's impossible to like have a, like a picture of that. Like yeah. you're just reproducing it. Um, but, but I mean, this goes all the way down to, um, I, I don't know in the art world, I don't really know the answer to that question. Yeah. I know I in, the, in the music, in the music world, you're not allowed to use anyone's recorded audio without yeah. permission for any reason. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that, that's just it there, mm. you know, um, there, what if I sang three uh-huh. words, three lines of Taylor Swift now, is that allowed? Um, I won't, but I, but could I? Technically, it's a different license. Mm. Uh, so that's not the that's not the same thing. So what that actually the copyright that that falls under is her is actually the the songwriting copyright, not the recorded yeah. audio copyright. And you are allowed to reproduce a song, um, but you're supposed to pay a mechanical license. So mm-hmm. technically, for every person that downloaded this podcast or something, we would then have to pay Taylor Swift as a songwriter, not yeah. not as a recording okay, artist. Um, but, but if I was to parody it, it would be fine. Yes. Yes. Parody is fine. And, and actually YouTube, I think part of the confusion for people is that YouTube allows for some of this, mm-hmm. but that's a platform specific rule, mm-hmm. you know, because people do like reaction videos and yeah. people do things like that. And that is not, uh, you know, copyright violations are always person to person. Like, mm. you can't be arrested for a copyright violation. It's um, contract law, right? It's, yeah, it's contract. So, uh, basically, like, YouTube uh, might allow for a certain amount of something so that they don't take it off. Now, if I if you play music in a video, that might get taken down. Or the copyright owner might flag it and, mm. and take your monetization for it. But those are all within, within YouTube as a platform. That's not copyright law. Mm. Um, but like YouTube rules and copyright law are not the same thing. Right, exactly. And and the you know, I think people are also and, Yeah, YouTube says everywhere as well, like we are not responsible for any copyright infringement. Like that's on you guys. Right. Actually YouTube is quite responsible though. Hmm. Um they're 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 much better than most other platforms about um, because they have a system which they call content ID, which basically like Shazam's music but but constantly Mm -hmm. so like if you're if you're using music um if you're using music in your video then they'll know Mm. whether you think that's good or bad they're they're making sure that uh you know the the people who license because youtube pays for music licenses Mm. um so they're making sure that those are being paid out to the right people what's cool about youtube the way that youtube does it is that they don't they don't just take your content down if it's something infringing. Um, generally, what they'll do is they'll allow the copyright owner 
to flag that and take your monetization from it. So if I if I upload a let's say I make my own you know music video where I'm dancing to a track or something um the when it, go, it when I upload that and it gets flagged the owner of that song um will it'll automatically get flagged and if there's any monetization on the video it will go to the to this song owner um just because I'm using their music or they get to choose. I mean, they get to choose, you know, they could have it taken down or they could have the monetization go to them or they can choose what they want to do with it. Yeah. But basically because you're using their music in it, they get to decide what, what happens. What if with there it. is no monetization? Um, like, look, all the TikTok videos of people dancing yeah. to 10 seconds of yeah. songs. So TikTok also pays for licenses. Okay. So so when there's, um, if you use a track, if you use 10 seconds of a track from TikTok mm. um, and you got that music from the TikTok platform, all those tracks were licensed. Oh, cool. Um, so that's, um, you know, and so the labels are paid directly, a blanket mm. fee to license their music and then uh users on TikTok can can use it as they wish. Mm, that's fair. I mean, I think that's super fair. I think there's, like, so I was in a situation when I was at university, which are uh, different because I'm not Taylor Swift, um, but I wrote a song as part of a play. Mm -hmm. I wrote the lyrics to it and it was used like a cappella in a song. And then three months later, I went to see some of my peers doing their like graduation thing. Mm -hmm. um, and two drama kids had just taken it. Mm. and like they'd put like music to it the girl sang he played the guitar but it was my song mm -hmm. like 100% straight up my song um like, like word for word and I went over afterwards and one of them had been in the production so I was like you had uh -huh. like you you had the script so I afterwards um went over and was like what like what was that? Uh -huh. <laughs> like you're you're graduating with my work? Yeah. And you didn't even ask me? Uh-huh. They didn't, they didn't credit you or anything. Not a word. Oh, they couldn't have because it was their like graduation oh, piece. Man. But if there were people I knew, if they'd come up to me and been like, and they knew I'd written it, been like, hey, could we use this or some of this? I would have been like, yeah, sure, of course you can. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't mind. They, but they never asked me and they just took my work. And do you know what? I will never forget this for as long as I live. And it makes me so mad. What the dude said to me, he was like, well, it was only words. <laughs> Me, my, I was like, are you joking? I have a creative writing. <laughs> like, words are my whole job. And I was so angry, and I'll never forgive them. Um, you know who you are. That is, that is absolutely not fair use. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad. Um, so one time when I was uh, in my younger days, I was in a ska band. I mean, of I'm, course you were. <laughs> I'm still in a ska band, to be, to be clear. <laughs> I was in a different ska band. Um, and we... Uh, we recorded a song that was by not a famous artist, but a pretty famous artist in the in the ska world. In the ska scene. Um, of course, we did not pay him for the for the track, but we we covered his song. I mean, everybody knew the song, so it, it you know it wasn't it wasn't like we were stealing it as as our original. Yeah. We we just did a cover of of his track and we put it out on a, on one of our CDs and didn't pay him a dime for it. Mm. Um, and uh, years after. Uh, the leader of this band was at one of our shows actually. And our band leader was in the crowd after our set, giving out CDs. Oh, I feel so gave, awkward. <laughs> gave the, um, gave the CD with this guy's cover on it to him. Right. 
And he didn't say anything at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But later took the CD home, obviously listened to it, then wrote us an email and said, hey, this is my this is my track on here. Uh, how many copies of this did you make? And as I said before, we were supposed to pay him a mechanical license for every for every mm-hmm. copy we made. We had only we had only you know this was back in like the CD burning days, and yeah. we had done it ourselves, and there were only like a hundred or two hundred copies out there or something. Um, so he calculated the seven and a half cents, you know, whatever it was, mm-hmm. came out that we owed him you know somewhere between fifty and a hundred dollars for uh, for that. And, uh, I think it was about a hundred bucks. So he said, Hey, you guys, you guys owe me a hundred bucks for, for recording this song. We wrote him a check, paid him the hundred bucks. When he got the check, he said, Oh, by the way, you guys are pretty cool. You want to come open up for my band next time I'm in town. (laughs) So he, so he hired us. Uh, he hired us to open up for his band and paid us back that hundred bucks. Uh, Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's like a happy ending story. That's really good. Um, that was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he was, a, he was a bro about it, honestly, mm. because, uh, you know, he, he could have, uh, he could have been a lot more upset about it or something. You know, he wasn't a dick about it. He was uh, very friendly and made sure, uh, just wanted to make sure that we did everything the right way, you know? Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. You can't really argue that. So what I think sometimes with copyright is it can mean that like creative or artistic expression can be stifled. So, like, there are a lot of artists that, you know, maybe will take one piece of art and then parody it or use it as, like, you know, use it as inspiration to create another piece of art. But there have been quite a lot, like, well, there have been loads and loads and loads of, like, really high-profile cases of people being, like, actually too close. Like, there's a really famous one. This photographer took a picture of this man, this woman, holding a line of puppies. Mm. And um, I did know his name, like, an hour ago. And Mm. now now I don't. Um, and then another artist painted the same picture mm. um, and they went to court and the dude that painted it lost. Okay. So like it's too similar, but it was, pr- it was different, but it was clearly like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when does, when does copyright, like should law be involved in art? Like are people just nicking each other's stuff, but haven't people been nicking each other's stuff forever? Um, I mean, the law needs to be involved. Mm. Otherwise, nobody would ever make any money off of anything. There, there were, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people that come down on all sides of this, you know, Mm. thinking that copyright is bullshit. There should be no such thing as a copyright. There Mm. should be no such thing as a patent uh, in that our, you know, society would be greater if we were able to just use the creative works of, you know, that's, that's out there. Uh, for everyone's like, good. The big rich people can just take from the small little people creating with no consequence. But that kind of happens anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, so there's a really famous case ongoing in the US right now where this like dog company created these like dog sketches that uh-huh. are super cute. And then Walmart just took it. Uh, they just took it and put it on a t-shirt. Right. And they're like, ours now. And this is called like Happy Dog Life Company or something. Okay. Happy Dog Life Company is trying to sue Walmart. Uh-huh. But because Walmart is Walmart and they have, I've been in a Walmart once fucking terrifying i do not recommend it um they just have all the money in the world so this has been like an ongoing case for like years like half a decade or something Mm -hmm. and the company just the small company's like no we won't give up you nicked our thing Mm -hmm. you owe us um but they've had to like move out of their offices they've like basically got no staff anymore like the company doesn't really exist anymore because they won't stop fighting walmart because they're like why should walmart win and i was looking at the pictures of it today yeah walmart nicked their idea like yeah. not not even their idea. Walmart one hundred percent nicked their work and was right. like, 
What we'll do is we'll take the exact thing and then we'll put it on a t-shirt and then we'll sell it. <laughs> like you can't do that. I like but your this... I like your Walmart voice. Thank that's you. that's what Walmart sounds like. Huh? Don't you think? Walmart look kind of like this. Um but like how does how are small people meant to ever fight it? Well, I mean, I think you need I think you need that protection in place so that just like I said, so that people can make money off their art, mm. um, so that people can make money off the things that they create. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, like would medical science and the cost of medicine be be better if there were no medical patents, well, you know? the UK has very different rules from the US for medical patents. Okay. So I find you guys fucking bonkers, bizarro. Because uh-huh. you know, Americans call everything brands, like uh-huh. brand names. So you'll be like, oh my God, I've got a headache. Can I have some Tylenol? Yeah. And I would say, oh, I have a headache in a normal voice. I uh-huh. have a headache. Do you have some ibuprofen? Uh-huh. Or do you have a paracetamol? Uh-huh. People are like, what's paracetamol? Because that's, we call it the chemical name. Right. Because we don't have the same medical like patenting laws. So you're only allowed to protect a patent in medicine for like a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So brands, basically, you can choose when you go to a chemist, like a pharmacy, a drugstore. What do you call them? Pharmacy. Pharmacy. You can choose, do you want to buy paracetamol or do you want to buy like branded, like Tylenol? Uh-huh. But it's the exact same thing. And it says really clearly on the box, like yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. And one is like seven pounds and the other one is like 19 pence. Like uh-huh. nothing. Right. Like it's so cheap. Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, we have no name brand drugs also, mm. but like when I have a headache, I take Advil. Mm you know, that I get imported yeah. from the U.S. <laughs> I mean, they have, they sell ibuprofen at the pharmacies here also, but like... What is Advil? Is it ibuprofen? It's ibuprofen. Yeah, I don't, I've never taken an Advil in my life. Would you want one? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they're, they're sugar-coated. Delicious. <laughs> they for children. They, well, I mean, there's a, there's a child one, but they're literally sugar-coated. American. <laughs> Good God. Um, anyway, we detoured. Another point I've got about copyright, um, as you well know, Carl, I've recently taken up learning a musical instrument, mm. um, and I've picked a very simple one because I'm not particularly uh, musically gifted. So I'm learning the ukulele. What I'm now learning um, from like looking up different songs and like the chords for different songs is everything is just A minor, G, C, maybe a D. <laughs> No, wait, let me think. It goes C, G, A minor, F. That's okay. it. Everything is just those four notes on repeat. And if you want to go wild, you throw in a D or like an E minor. Woo! But every song is just that in a different order. Uh-huh. Do you do, know... Do you have, com- uh, do you have a comment? Do, uh, I mean, chord changes are not copyrightable. No? Not at all. So I could play... If I just was like strum, 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 strum. And it was the exact same as someone else's. There's nothing they can do about it. Correct. There, I mean, there, there, are, countless, so there, there, are, count, there are countless songs that share the same chord changes. Mm. This is what I've learned. You can play a hundred songs if you can play four notes. Thousands. Not notes, chords. Chords, sorry. No, notes or like melody is copyrightable. Um... So are words, mm. but chord changes are not. Neither are drum patterns. Neither are bass lines. Um, if you have a if you have a copyrighted song, it's literally only the melody in the words. So, can anyone take Phil Collins? The Phil Collins, you mean the the famous drum yeah. field? Do, yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can just take that. 
Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Even though that's what makes the song super famous. I could just take that and be like, mine now. You can do the same drum fill, yes. I mean, I can't, but like, if I could. So I could be like this. This is now a key part of my ukulele band is we do the Phil Collins drum thing. Sure. And he can do nothing about it. Right. Cool. And I'll also (laughs) use C, G, A minor, and F. Right. Yeah, nothing nothing anybody can do. Um, That's so random. Uh, actually that comes up all the timing in copy in like copyright cases where like somebody will hear that somebody's being sued for, you know, uh, somebody will be sued for copyright infringement on another song. And then there will be all these people on YouTube where they're like comparing the two songs, you know, mm. and talking about the chords and all this stuff. And I just watched a video like that, just shaking my head like, nope, doesn't matter. Got nothing to do with it. That's not the lawsuit. Mm. Nope. You can do whatever you want with those chords. Nope. That's not it. That's um, crazy. I was looking up um, examples of, and I knew you were going to talk about music because, you know, you're you. I was going to actually send this to you. The estate of Marvin Gaye argued that Thicke and Williams, you know, Robin Thicke and mm-hmm. Williams, you know them? Yeah, personally? I know the case. Yeah. Um, you know it? But so the argument that they gave is they stole the general vibe and certain percussive elements. Mm. You can't argue the general vibe. Yeah, that's total bullshit. And but, I mean, they won. I think that was overturned afterwards, so... Oh, really? It said here that Thick and Williams paid uh, $5.3 million in damages and will pay 50% royalty fee. And it was one of the biggest payouts in copyright music history. Um, I, I wish like I knew that if general that was... vibe. And percussion elements. I'm like, that, that, percussion, come on. That's shaking things and hitting stuff. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, the... Yeah, I mean, that's bullshit. That's total bullshit. And in in the music world, when that was going on, everybody knew that was total bullshit. And there, there, have, been, there have been worse cases than that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and another one that I found interesting was the Rolling Stones. They sued mm-hmm. the Verve for their song Bittersweet Symphony, uh-huh. which contained a sample from the last time. So originally the Verve had licensed the use of five notes from their song uh-huh. in exchange for 50% of the royalties. Rolling Stones claim they use a larger portion than was agreed. The court ruled in their favour. As a result, they forfeited all of their royalties and publishing rights. Then they were sued again later for mechanical rights, and mm-hmm. Verb had to give up all rights to the song until May of 2019, when Rolling Stones signed the publishing rights over back to the Verb. Okay. What the fuck? No, that's exactly how this should work. But you're telling me that a chord... How is a note that they paid for five notes? Like, what? Uh, so, what the, if they sampled... When they say sampled... They mean they took a section. They, they Usually, when somebody says... Like, if somebody's talking about sampling, mm. they're talking about using... Uh, uh, using recorded audio. Mm. Now, I don't know who wrote that piece that, mm. that you're reading from. They could mean that they took... Um, you know, a, a certain lick or something like that. Um, you know, maybe like a, a keyboard pattern or something. Mm. Now it's possible that they took a lick from, you know, a, a, lick? A, a lick is like a, a lick is like guitar terminology, like a kind of creepy. A, like, <laughs> like, do you want to take a lick? I'm like, never. <laughs> um, no, I mean taking a lick is like taking oh, uh, <laughs> it. I don't like it. Taking, I have to say it. <laughs> it makes me think of you in a sexual manner and it creeps me out. Okay. Oh, I just won't look. A lick is <laughs> like a, you know, a series of notes, a melody. You know, you would say, so if, if I recorded a guitar solo, 
you know, there might be a certain lick of that solo, like a certain series of mm-hmm. notes or something. It's not quite the same as like a melody. As you would say, you wouldn't call a melody a lick because that's like the main part of the song. Mm. But a, a lick might just be, you know, a, a certain a pattern little, on little. guitar or, yeah, just a little... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know this case specifically, so I don't know what it's they interesting, took. But right, they like this Rolling Stones. They like, give it back, and they're like, "Now, nah, right, you can have it back again." I do like that song though, "Bit of Sweet Symphony." Um, I won't sing it because I know. I'll be I don't know. Copyright. I don't know what. They, <laughs> I don't know what they. Uh, I don't know what they sampled from it though. Me either. Um, we'll have to. We'll have to go listen. Um, you wanted to talk a bit about the public domain. Yeah, I did. Um, I find public domain super interesting in terms of literature. Mm. So 75 years after the author of like a book dies, then that becomes public domain. So I think in the US at least it's 70 years. 70 years. I thought 75. You could be right. I. It, it's probably different in the US and UK. Yeah, unknown. Um, but The Great Gatsby just went public domain. Yes. Which is a big one. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see now what like, Great Gatsby ripoffs are because you can just take it like any you bit, can do whatever any you want part, with do it. whatever you want. You can rewrite it. You, you can, can rewrite it. You can you print can take your own the copy. Characters. Yeah. You can literally like print it on your computer. You can distribute it at schools. What I'm interested in is seeing like if like games and game companies are going mm. to basic because you can do that now. Like I work in interactive stories. What company is going to just be like cool? Let's do the Great Gatsby. Well, because you don't yeah. owe anyone anything, yeah. and people love the story. Yeah. Like, why, like, who's going to be the first to come out with it? Have you ever listened to the podcast Planet Money? Uh, so they, it's a very nerdy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly about, like, economics and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah, they... my understanding of economics is very little. <laughs> I find money deeply stressful because I don't uh, really have any. Uh, Planet Money did a, an episode on public domain. Mm. And when The Great Gatsby became public domain, they did a whole reading of it. Like right in their pod, the the mm. podcast is only twenty minutes long or so, mm. but they released a four and a half hour long podcast episode where they read public domain, yeah. except for the N word. They they took they took yeah, out yeah, all the yeah, N words, yeah, 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 yeah. uh, so that that was their uh, editing or uh, you know transformation, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, but yeah, they did it. They did a whole reading of it, so I listened to it again. It's a great great story. I haven't read it since I was in high school. Yeah, or I haven't either. I'd like to. But yeah, so I'm really excited to see. As like some stuff like this, some things that are more contemporary, um, as they become public domain, how are they going to be like used, adapted, curated? Because um, fan fiction is a super big thing. Right. Um, and fan fiction is something that people fight against all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like I work in with interactive narratives like the games. Um, and we, are, we have to be super careful because fans go away and generate their own content mm. based off of stories that we like we own or we've paid writers mm-hmm. for or they own parts of. Um, but at the same time, it's like it's good for the company and it's good to promote the story. So I think fan fiction and like is super interesting because it's like good in some ways, bad in others. But right. people just nick your characters, run off your ideas, do what they want. Largely with Harry Potter pornography. Largely Harry Potter porn. <laughs> and, um, and Twilight porn, which of course Twilight, well, because Twilight became Fifty Shades of Grey. What? Do you not know this? No. It's common knowledge. Yeah. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey was, by E.L. James, was um, Twilight porn fanfiction. Oh. And then she just made them not vampires. That was literally the only change. She took the two characters, made them not vampires. Wait a second. You're telling me the story Fifty Shades of Grey? 
Yeah. Is Twilight, but not vampires. Yeah. It's based on those characters. Yeah. It's fan fiction. It started off on a fan fiction site, was super popular. She got an agent, got a publisher. And it's different enough. But that's how it started. Aren't they... Aren't they just completely different stories? I mean, one's a story about vampires. One is a story about a guy who, like, has some sexual fetishes. Carl, they're both about love. (laughs) (laughs) No, so she didn't rewrite the story. She wasn't like, storyline, I'm taking it, but she took the characters. Oh, okay. Um, And then I think she had a very good agent slash editor Mm. that made it different enough. Mm. But it's super common. And there are, like, published books that you can buy, which are, like, Harry Potter Take Two... Harry Potter's kid goes to school. Harry weird. Potter Harry Potter's does Hermione. Hermione up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be interesting as we watch the like stuff become public domain and just be like, what what's going to happen here? Yeah, I, I mean, mean... It's already happening, but yeah, it'll happen even more and more publicly. I think it's interesting in the music space also because right now the most recent... Um, you know, the most recent music that you can get in the public domain is like before 1925. Yeah. So we only have like these old timey recordings that, you know, as like music from the classic rock era starts to come into public Mm -hmm. domain, um, it will be super interesting. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to cover that in about 50 years (laughs) when we're on episode 10,000. enjoying it um a british tv show called line of duty okay it's on season six okay i'm on a season one and a half is it about war no it's about corrupt police officers oh it's about a police unit whose job is to infiltrate other units that are corrupt and like wriggle corruption out of the police in the uk um and i love a good crime drama so it's a crime drama there's always a crime and then there's extra crime because there's corruption Right now, corrupt police, ooh, very topical. Mm. Um, and I just like British police because they don't have guns. British police don't have guns? No, of course not. Haven't you seen People Hot Fuzz? People could get hurt, Kyle. What about Hot Fuzz? Um, well, they have to go and get the guns from the old farm, don't they? <laughs> right, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in their mums be packing around here. Do you know that's how people talk in the West Country where I'm from? Right. Um, my I was on the phone to my best mate from home the other day, and she was like, "Stop putting on a West Country accent." Uh, <laughs> like the scene it's where the scene where they have um, the old the old guy who just speaks gibberish mm. who who translates that, for yeah uh, who translates for that's... so that's how my granddad spoke. Um, so I could never talk to him on the phone, but that's what it, people talk like where I'm from. Um, so when you were from the West Country, you talked like that all the time. Okay. <laughs> if I spoke like this, I wouldn't be on this podcast, would I? Um, you might be. Do I think you reckon? for our American listeners, that is just what they hear anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they hear a British person. They don't know about West Country or London or, you know. Other places uh, or in England, clearly. Cock- or Cockney or, you know, uh, Regal or, you know, whatever. You're, just, you're saying words that sound English now. You're like, they don't know about potato. They don't know about tea. They don't know about Cockneys. Okay. Um, I do you mean, think we'll have a bigger American listener base than we will do UK? That'd upset me. Uh, that is an interesting question. 
Uh, we'll see. Let's get. The, well, maybe we can uh, do a stats reveal around episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, our stats reveal as of right now, we've had two listens. Have we? Yeah. I think they're both me. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I think they're both me. So, uh oh. We have a subscriber Does, though. <laughs> we have a subscriber on Spotify. Um, it was Anthony. To be clear, <laughs> to be clear, if I don't edit this part out of the podcast, I hope you do. We have we have not done any promotion for this podcast yet. We we Carl won't even let me tell people at dinner. It's really annoying. Yeah, he keeps saying I'm going to ruin the vibe. What uh, vibe? I didn't say you're going to ruin the vibe. He said you're going to kill the momentum, ruin the I, mojo. I can't remember what you said. I said that you needed to stop talking about the podcast in our friend circles before people can go listen to the fucking podcast. Because they'll get bored of us. Because they'll get bored of you talking about the podcast (laughs) before they can even listen (laughs) to it. I think you're really underestimating how entertaining our friends are. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Americans, show some love. This has been What It's About, the podcast full of strongly held and poorly researched opinions. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at What It's About Pod. You can email suggestions, questions, or comments to whatitsaboutpod at gmail.com. And finally, our website is whatitsabout.fun. Yes, dot fun. Our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Other music this week from Ashitosh Music, Mativ, and Waterboy. I've been Claire. This is Kyle. <laughs> good night. Thank you and good night. Oh, can we do this? Can we say thank you and good night at the same time? Thank, thank you, you and, and good night. night. No, we're definitely <laughs> taking that out. <laughs> it's not cute. It is it's not cute. cute.